Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Renee Dovich. She's a CEO of Career Encore. She is Forbes, is a Forbes.jobs founding recruiter, executive recruiting partner, and advisor for tech startups and small businesses, and an expert to finding top rapid growth sales and CS executive leaders. Renee, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about Career Encore and its mission in the tech industry? And what was the motivation behind focusing on high-performing, high-growth tech firms? Yeah. So our mission is deeply rooted in facilitating the successes and growth of high-performing, rapid-growth tech firms. And we recognize that it's a unique niche in the market where you need top-tier executive talent where it intersects with the dynamic challenges of the technical landscape, especially within the startup world, disruptive technologies, new innovations. It's all at the heartbeat of tech, and it's fun. And when companies are successful, they grow, and they hire, and, and it's a win for society, right? They grow, they hire, and, and I just love having a hand in helping people find their next great career move, jobs equals prosperity. I just love being part of that. I love making a difference and just helping companies grow. I just think it's fun. Love that. So can you dive a little bit into your approach around people-led recruiting? What does that mean and how is it different with Career Encore from other executive search firms? For, for Career Encore, it isn't just a tagline. It's, it's really at the heart of, of what we do. It means putting people first, whether it's candidates, clients, everybody in the mix. It's about recognizing that unique value that each individual brings to the table. Resumes tell part of the story, but we go beyond that. We take time to really understand the person behind the professional industry and the problems behind the role that the company is looking to fill, right? So mm -hmm. aspirations, motivations, cultural fit, it isn't just about filling a role. It's about finding the right person for my clients, for their culture, and culture is just as important for the individual who's looking yeah. to move on to a new opportunity. So it's finding that right match. It's almost like a marriage and it helps. It's got to be the right match that's going to help propel my clients towards their future successes and the goals they're trying to achieve. Yeah. It's so important to, especially in, in this day and age, just even with the job market and even in my own experience from time to time, being interviewed for a random position here or there, some of them are so system approached mm -hmm. that an automation approach that it leaves a bad reputation as far as a candidate perspective. Uh, and I think that a lot of people don't think of that. Yeah. They, yeah. They just think I'm going to fill this position, but they're not thinking, they're thinking, oh, this is convenient for us, but they're not <laughs> realizing that it's also, they also need to advertise to the their ideal clients, right? Automation can only take it so far. Yeah. You still have to have that people-led approach. Yeah. So how do you balance the human angle of recruiting and the benefits and efficiencies of automation? 
it's a balancing act, right? You've got that human angle with the automation it, it, and it isn't about choosing one over the other. It's finding a way to blend them together because automation can bring un, you know, undeniable efficiencies, right? It can streamline processes, even sift through some vast pools of data or resumes. It can speed up certain tasks, but the human element can't be removed, all right? It's about empathy, understanding, connecting. There's no algorithm that can replace the intuition of a skilled recruiter who comprehends the nuances of a candidate's story beyond what's just on paper. That's where automation stops yeah. because you got to be able to read between the lines and automation can't necessarily do that, at least not yet. Yeah, definitely. So sales and customer success roles are pivotal in any organization. What traits do you look for in candidates to ensure that they'll be successful in the roles that you're filling? Most of my clients are tech startups or SMB tech companies. Most of them are software as a service, pretty much any industry, whether it's health tech, fintech, supply chain logistics, low code, no call code, whatever it might be. And these environments, because they're startups, they're looking to grow and go through rapid growth. They require people who can handle that fast paced environment. It's a rapid ever-changing environment, uh, in the, especially in the world of sales and, and customer success. So adaptability is key. And, and we see candidates who thrive in dynamic environments, who are ready to pivot and adjust their strategies as needed. Resilience is, is key. Um, people who are team players, top producers, people who see the big picture, especially for leadership roles, those who have that go-to-market experience and execution and able to execute with precision at that and just having that rapid growth experience. And success with customer success roles, like that, those customer-centric roles there hinges on empathy, active listening, because we scout for individuals who, who truly understand the customer needs and have a desire to help and can build authentic, lasting connections and relationships. You really need that in customer success, especially when they're continuing to try to grow those accounts. Yeah, definitely. So can you tell us uh, more about what you mean by rapid growth executive? What sets them apart from other executives? Okay. When we're talking about rapid growth executives, we are referring to leaders who have not just weathered the, the storms of growth, but have, have thrived in them, right? These are individuals who have navigated the challenges and opportunities that come with scaling a company at an accelerated pace. They're seasoned professionals. They have a proven track record of, of driving expansion, revenue generation, organizational success during periods of intense growth. Traits that I look for obviously include having some experience specifically to whatever the critical success factors my clients are looking for. But those who have had that adaptability, strategic vision, innovative thinking, that entrepreneurial mindset, risk takers, strong cultural leadership and results-driven mentality. And a word I really like is grit because in the startup world, you need it. Yeah, definitely. So currently there's a sentiment that tech is down. How does this affect your recruiting process and the demands of your clients? And I'm here in Frisco, Texas, and pretty much every person I talk to is in tech and they all are saying that same thing. It's difficult to get a job or whatever it may be. Yeah, it's been a, a funky year. I'll say that. it's It's been a tough year for a lot of people. I'm on the phone with C-level execs on down through senior AEs and between layoffs, the banking fiasco didn't help, the economy set back, and everybody's holding their budgets tight. So there's definitely been a lot of 
kicking the can to the next quarter and then moving the the goalpost to the next quarter with hiring. But I am seeing a turn, a very optimistic turn. Things are picking up on my end and I'm hearing it starting to pick up for others. So I'm very optimistic for 2024. It's it's really more of a calibration, I think, rather than a setback. The process remains steadfast. Talent is always going to be the cornerstone of, of any resilient industry. And rather viewing it as a downturn, I see it as an opportunity to connect exceptional professionals with forward-thinking companies, right? So they're looking for those resilient, adaptable candidates who can thrive in dynamic environments. So the focus for me is on identifying those who bring not only skills, but also the right mindset to help navigate these uncertainties. What's been your experience with Forbes jobs? How important is discretion in your line of work and, and relation to that? And how do they deal with that? And how do you ensure the confidentiality for your clients and candidates? Yeah. So for those who don't know what it is, Forbes Media Company launched, they launched a new platform called Forbes.jobs. And what they have done, it's a unique site for executives, right? And for most, you know, you go to Monster Indeed or any of those types of, of job sites, right? And you put your resume on there. Anybody can see it. HR with your current company could see that you're on there. And as Forbes did its research. They uncovered things that were really important to executives and having that confidentiality was one of them. So when they create a profile on Forbes.jobs, it is confidential. Nobody who goes on there can see it with the exception of the recruiters that Forbes has hunted down, reached out to, vetted, right? I was humbled when they reached out to me back in the spring. I went through their vetting process. They're looking for independent um, boutique style recruiters, not those from the big agencies, but those that have been highly successful on their own, um, who are billing half a million or more, who have incredible client references and have a lot of high ethical standards, basically. Mm -hmm. And I went through their vetting process and those that they partner with, they've only partnered with upwards of maybe a hundred and pretty much any industry niche that they can find. And it's those who they consider to be in the top 5% of their niche. So the recruiters have access to the entire database of candidates. So I can see them and reach out to them. If a company comes on board and partners with Forbes.jobs, they have access to all the recruiters. So it's like a one-stop shop where they can access engineering recruiters, HR recruiters, CFO recruiters, whatever it may be, and whatever type of industry they're in. And it's just, they can see the candidate's resume if the candidate applies directly to a job that they personally list. Otherwise, it's just the recruiters. It's really a new and exciting platform. It just launched in July, so they're still getting up and running. They're And they've couldn't have launched in a worse economy, in my opinion, but but I know that they're starting to attract companies and it's Forbes. I can't imagine yeah. it's not going to grow. Yeah. And they also have um resume writers and other things on that platform that's useful in coaching. Okay. Yeah, that's really good. Is there any um just candid piece of advice you might give somebody that is an executive out there in tech that maybe has been struggling this year? There's a series, a, a host of, of websites that I like to send people towards. The first thing first is just the tides are starting to change and and you're not alone. There's so many people who who are in that exact same situation. I've I've heard a lot of stories and my heart goes out to everybody who's out of work. I've been recruiting since 2000. So the dot-com bubble 2008 and it happens and and it will change. LinkedIn.com, all I hear about is how there's 
one job posting and within 10 minutes, there's 400 applicants. And it's just a black hole. What maybe people don't always realize is that to have a job slot on LinkedIn to post a job that way, it costs a lot of money. So companies only invest in so many of those job slots. Personally, I I recommend going to builtin.com and I can send you the list of of these websites that you can put up um, on your site if you'd like. But builtin.com, venturefizz.com, Ada.com, wellspring.com, repview.com. And there's one more I'm blanking on, but I love built-in and VentureFizz because you can go there and if you're looking for a specific industry, you can filter it out. If you're looking for health tech companies and there's so many out there, it'll give you a list. It'll show how many jobs they have on their website. You can go right to their website. You can apply that way if you want. But what I like about it is that there's a company that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. I say go on to LinkedIn and reach out to whoever you think you'd be reporting to, CEO, CRO, VP sales, director sales, whoever it might be, reach out and connect that way and, and kind of circumvent HR because it can really be a black hole. And if they're hiring and they have a need for someone like you, they'll just say, hey, HR, I want to talk to this person, set it up. Yeah, that's really wise. So how, what are some ways that you stay ahead just from an industry perspective and connecting your clients with the most up-to-date and relevant talent? Honestly, it's a lot of things. It's continuous learning, just staying abreast of emerging technologies, market trends, shifts in the industry, all those types of dynam- dynamics. And it helps for me to provide insights to my clients to help ensure that we're not just following trends, but possibly anticipating them when we can. I have a huge network in the industry, a lot of collaboration that I do. Just the recruiters on the Forbes jobs dot platform, Forbes.jobs platform, the recruiter community that I'm a part of. I do a lot of networking via LinkedIn. I'm part of the pavilion group as well. So I'm just, I'm constantly engaging with people and keeping a pulse on, on what's going on out there. Love that. So if you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out in your journey, what would it be? Strike out on my own earlier. <laughs> so I started off on the agency side and I spent 15 years with the Deco Engineering and Technology doing tech recruiting, some key decision maker kind of recruiting. But when I, I came to Career Encore in 2015, I worked with the founder for a couple of years and then bought the company from her. So I just wish I would have done that earlier because it's fun and I like having, I love this. It's fun. Yeah. It's nice working for yourself. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and Renee, if there are someone that is listening that would love to work with you, what's the best way to contact you? You can find me on LinkedIn, Renee Quartermanch-Dovich, or my email is Renee at CareerEncore.com, and that's R-E-N-E-E. Okay, perfect. And I'll put all those links down below. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your expertise. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure being here. Yes, definitely. And if you're listening and you want more information about upcoming shows uh, in this podcast, you can go to a call to Thrive. Thank you, everyone. Have a